Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I'm grateful for this opportunity. I thank God and I thank the many volunteers who make this possible. I was a faithful Latter-day Saint for over 60 years, and I have a great love for the LDS people. But we know that there are many faithful Latter-day Saints who are questioning and even leaving the church, some because of church doctrine, some because of church history, some because they can't keep the commandments, others they just can't do enough or be good enough or ever fit in. We hope the message that you hear tonight will bring some peace to your heart, that it will touch your heart and, and give you confidence in Christ and His gospel. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Dear Father, we ask your spirit to be with us tonight as we share a story that hearts will be touched, that we'll be able to say the things you'd want us to say, and those listening might realize that there is something that they can look forward to if they will turn their lives over to you. We pray for these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. We welcome Cherie Dale. I can't say your name right. Cherie. Cherie. <laughs> I appreciate you being here tonight well, thank you and for sharing having me. your story. Uh, obviously, you've come out of Mormonism into a relationship yes. with Jesus. And so begin just telling us a little bit about your time as a Latter-day Saint. Well, I grew up in the church um, with an inactive father. Oh. And um, my mother made us go every Sunday yeah, yeah. without Faithfully, fail. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And it was a little bit confusing to me because I was like, well, how come dad gets to stay home, but we have to go? <laughs> Read the Sunday paper or something? <laughs> yeah, well, he would usually go up to the mountains, oh. and I would have loved to have gone with him, but yeah. we had to go to, to go to, to church. church. So you were active, but you were baptized yes. at age eight? And I was baptized at eight, and I remember thinking the day I got baptized, oh, yay, I'm all pure and white now, and yeah. all my sin's gone, and about five hours later, getting in a fight with my sister over where to sit at the firework display over in Lehigh, <laughs> and then I thought, oh my gosh, I just blew the whole thing. Now you're, now you're a sinner. Huh? <laughs> I'm a sinner again. Why didn't my mom just let me wait till I was 80, and then I could have just, because I, I, I just recognized thought, sin. Huh? I just yeah. recognized it, and I, it was something that burdened me a lot when I was oh, young. Wow. So were you active in primary and Sunday yes, school? Yes, went to Sunday school, and then when I got to junior high, had to do the seminary thing, and I fought bitterly with my parents about having to go because I didn't want to. There oh. was other classes at school I wanted to spend that time yeah. taking, but they ultimately won out in the end. And that was another thing that I was like, thought was hypocritical of my father to make me go to seminary and he wasn't and active. He was still and, wasn't yeah, active. he was Yeah, he was that a source of contention between those two, your mom and dad, or did she if it was, kind of accept that? Yeah, well, yeah. He I allowed guess. her to go to church right. and the kids. And right. It was just one of those things we just didn't talk about. Now, you mentioned he baptized you, though. Yes, he did. So, did he be. Yeah, it was one of those things. Active about a month before each of us, there was four of us kids, he'd go to church. <laughs> and they'd find him worthy enough to baptize us, and he baptized well, all four of us. You know, I don't want to be uh, 
too defend too much of a defender of that but you know as a bishop there were people who had that same kind of right. situation in their lives and and the hope was always that the person would come around and that maybe right. this moment and something would hit them hit and them, they'd, yeah. they'd come back so it's hard to I don't really begrudge that or feel harsh about right. that. Uh, people do try. You try to, as, as a leader, you right. know, you try to hope and, and encourage people. And it made me people. happy. But at, time after time, yeah. I don't know how many kids there were. There but, was four. <laughs> <laughs> so time after time, you might, the bishop, of course, it's probably a different bishop yeah, each time. Each so time. <laughs> maybe they, they got not tricked, but kind of <laughs> into that. But you were active as a young lady. Yes, in, in, I went through the whole yeah. MIA thing. And seminary? Did you take yeah, seminary? Yeah, seminary all four years. And wow, graduate. I, somehow I managed to get all A's. Um, my favorite <laughs> thing in my one teacher's class is he had the smelly markers, and so we'd sit there back there and smell <laughs> the markers instead of pay attention. But everything that we learned in seminary seemed kind of disjointed to me. It wasn't like there was like a smooth progression. I mean, I knew all the Bible stories, but there was like no connecting thread for me. Yeah. And so I was... Well, they uh, usually during those four years go through what? The standard yeah, works, Yeah, you right? do the Book of Mormon, Book of Mormon and then and the Church Doctrine History. Covenants. And, and, yeah, and yeah. then I'll touch a little on the New Testament and the Old Testament. Yeah. So how, how was your testimony? You bore your testimony about oh, Joseph yeah. and I, Smith? I give the standard testimony and yeah. I, I thought I had a testimony, yeah. but I never had that experience of a burning in my bosom. And yeah. so I always felt like I was lacking. Like I was like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I have this burning that everybody else talks about. Isn't that our first reaction when we uh -huh. don't, uh, rather than there being a problem with with the system or something, right. it's just it's, what's wrong with what's me? What's wrong with me? Yeah. And I, I, I had that all through high school. It was like, Did what's you? wrong with me? And so I got very, very good at leading kind of this double life where I was extremely good and well-behaved at church and with my my parents, but at school I was like a totally different person. And my senior year, I was skipping class every other day and forging notes to my teachers, and I was getting away with it mm. because my parents trust that I was this good, upstanding, um, moral teenager. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, teenage life is can be a challenge yes. in any in any situation. But you were. Uh, just kind of went through high school then and mm -hmm. what happened after that? As soon as I turned 18 I I went to snow for one semester and I I just couldn't live up to the standards I can no matter what I did I always had the sin and I it wasn't like huge huge sin but I knew it was sin and I recognized it as that but it wasn't there was nothing I could do to get rid of the sin and so I saw a poster for the Disney college program. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I'm taking off to Florida. Disney and that's college, what I did. Huh? Oh, what is that? <laughs> it's a college program where you go and work at Disney for a semester and you get college credit for oh, it. Oh, wow. So I took and off to took Florida. And got you away from mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> did you go to church there? No, no, oh, no. Oh, you no. didn't. That's when I started investigating other religions and I went to like a Catholic church with some friends and went to a Baptist church and Religion was really confusing to me. I just, yeah. I, I had never heard of anything else right. than Mormonism. And so right. it was very baffling. And I was, I was like, what's the difference? Well, so did you have a, a relationship with Jesus or the Bible at this point? I, I mean, I love the Bible. Yeah. I always, I always love the Bible stories, but it, it didn't, 
I didn't know the, what the common thread was, but the Book of Mormon just bored me to death. I was, I just, I hated reading it, so I would mostly stick to the Bible stories, and I just loved them. The story about Daniel and yeah, yeah, the it lions just, and all. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite, and I just loved the stories, but I didn't understand why we knew them, why we read them. Well, an LDS person listening to you right now, would, would they say that that's just your youth? That's that's in. I don't know. Or, I've talked to a lot, and they, I think they feel the same way. It's just. It's pick and choose. You don't really, and I, and you know, you can't really trust the Bible being LDS because you're you're working on this premise that it's corrupt. So you almost feel guilty right. having any relationship right. with the Bible. And Is that my what you thing mean? was, well, if it's corrupt, what parts am I supposed to trust, and how am I supposed? To? I can hardly. How do I know which yeah. ones are good? <laughs> which ones are the good ones, and which ones are the bad ones? Yeah. And. I was just very confused about the Bible, even though I, I did love the Bible stories. Yeah. It was always kind of interesting, too, when Joseph Smith went through and translated the Bible. And I know there's a whole bunch of reasons and explanations for that, but they didn't end up using his right. his translation. They, he just went. And that was And so confusing. much of the, yeah. the Bible the book of, that the Book of Mormon copied into it uh, is is our King James translation. Yes. So it's kind of kind of a confusing thing. It I can is. understand that. <laughs> So you spent some time in Florida then? I did, and, and, and then um, came back home. I came back home, and I was so lost, I couldn't even see straight, and all I wanted to do was go back to Florida, and I did, and that's mm. when I met my husband. Oh, okay. So. And how was that? Was he an LDS? No, he was, he was um, Christian. He went to a Baptist church his entire life, an independent Baptist, and oh. um, I started investigating that, but it was a little confusing too because they were very legalistic about everything. I was like, well, this is just like, Sounds like the Mormon church. church, a bunch of rules I have to follow. Yeah. So I didn't didn't quite get it. And Did you attend though with him? Uh, occasionally. Yeah. And did he never. ever go? You, but you never went to the LDS church then in, in no. Florida really? No. Okay. I was I was inactive yeah. most of my adult life. And what was your relationship with your mom during this time? She was still active of yeah. LDS? Yeah. Um, I would hide it from her. So that she didn't know. Oh, she assumed you were still she active? Would, yeah, or we just wouldn't talk about wouldn't it. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and, and that was okay with her? I mean, well, yeah. I guess she, I mean, she being did, in well, Florida, she, she really didn't yeah. didn't know if I was or wasn't. Okay, so, so then did you come back with your husband here? Well, or? no, we, we broke up, and I found out I was pregnant, so I had to oh. move home. Oh, and um, that was very, very scary, and yeah. I end up, ended up going to the bishop, and I was like, this is it. He's going to call me out on all my sin. <laughs> I can finally get it out on the table, and he just um, put me on like a three-month suspension, I guess, and just told me not to take the um, sacrament. Oh. And then later on down the road, I went in and I said, you know, there's more to this. And, and they ended up disfellowshipping me. Oh, for a well, now, time. this was your husband, but you yeah, we, had we, relations before. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, we, I don't we, want to get into that, but <laughs> I guess, but okay. We connected So there was a later. reason for the disfellowship. <laughs> yeah. and so how did you feel as a, uh, now you were divorced at this point. No, we or? were never married. Until oh, okay. we, we married later. I got you, okay. Yeah. So were you, uh, um, did you try then or thinking, well, I thought I'll get I back did, to the church I remember at this them point? giving me the book, The Miracle of Forgiveness yeah. by Spencer W. Kimball. Yeah. Yeah. And that was awful. I hated that book. Oh, did you? <laughs> because I, I was like, well, if I could 
ask for forgiveness and I truly repent and I get forgiveness, but if I slip up in the least little bit and recommit that sin, then all your all of it comes back. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's absolutely no way I can do this. I, already, I just know myself. <laughs> you'd already had that experience when you were baptized <laughs> yeah, at age eight, yeah. right? <laughs> So all that guilt. Oh, so you were just fellowshipped, and mm -hmm. uh, was that? Did did you ever reconnect? Then I with? did in 2006, okay. but yeah, it was a long time yeah. before. And then you could take I, the sacrament again, or, yeah. or whatever. And the whole time I was inactive, I had this thought in the back of my head that it's the true church. So eventually, I'm going to have to go back. <laughs> so, that is true, isn't yeah. it? I mean, that's if the mentality. If I want to go to heaven, I'm eventually going to have to go back to the gotta, LDS gotta church. Face this so I know I can't keep what they're asking me to keep, so I'll just keep living my life and going along. And at some point, when you're, I'm older... You'll catch on uh, yeah. and you'll get <laughs> yeah. whatever it takes yeah, to get you back was, in. That and, was my thought on yeah, that. And I'm sure thing. mom was praying for that too, probably, <laughs> if, yeah, if there was any questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of guilt, isn't it? it I mean, it it's a lot, tremendous of, guilt. a lot of burden and, and uh, feeling like you're inadequate. And, yes. And how was that as a single mom? Um, I didn't stay single for long. My husband and I reconnected and we oh, got okay. married okay. shortly. My oldest was 18 months old. Oh, so. okay. So that wasn't and very long. And that took me on a journey of moving back and forth between... Florida and Utah, and Utah quite often and yeah. um, having fights with him over religion because <laughs> he had... Oh, he's still yeah, the Baptist Yeah, he's still Baptist and, and so we... Two legalistic systems. Yes, it was, either, it was either fighting about religion or we just didn't talk about it. It was yeah. just one of those things we didn't talk about. Mm. So uh, you weren't going to church then? No, or no. Did you try to connect back with the church um, at all? In 2006... Uh, we had moved to Alabama, and I was like, okay, it's, I'm getting older. My kids are getting older. I really need to get back into this. So I went to a small branch there and got took care of the disfellowship okay. and went for about a year and a half. And But it was still this burden. I don't, I don't know. It was causing problems in my marriage. And then the straw was I went to the branch president to talk about my marital issues and his advice was just get divorced it's easier that way and then then you can go on <laughs> and was that because he was baptist yes okay and I so was better like, to divorce wrong. yes and, and i knew that was wrong and i knew the bible said that was wrong because i had you know read yeah. this in the bible and i was just could not believe this was the advice that i was getting hmm. from a leader of the church yeah. and it just about devastated me and i was like yeah, we have issues, but I love my husband, and mm -hmm. I, I don't want to tear our family apart, and I know it's not biblical. And so that's when I walked away and didn't go back to from the, church. From the LDS church. Mm -hmm. What was your relationship with Jesus at this point? Uh, did you... He was just kind of a friend that when I was down and, yeah, things Somebody looked bad, I could turn to, but... I don't. I don't really think I had a personal relationship. It was no. more like a, in a time of need, go-to type person. Kind of on standby yeah. there. Or <laughs> as long as I was doing good and I could control the situation, I didn't need you Jesus. You could take care of right, yourself. And I was pretty independent, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I can muscle through this and do it myself. But you did you always feel spiritual? I mean, did you believe yeah, in God? I always and, believed there was God, and and that's yeah. why I think I always held out in the back of my mind that I need, would eventually have to go to the, back to the church. because The true church. Right. I wanted to go to heaven. I wanted yeah. my family to go there, and I wanted to be with yeah. God. And so that's why that was always in the back of my mind. Wow. 
So you are in Alabama, and how long are you there? Did you come back to you? Well, you've obviously well, yeah. come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> With your husband, yeah. I mean? Or? Well, he, he passed away in 2008 in Alabama from oh. a brain aneurysm. And, um, An accident? or a, No, just... it was a, a ruptured brain aneurysm, and he made it through two surgeries and was doing really good, oh. and then uh, passed away from a pulmonary embolism. Oh, my goodness. It was goodness. very sudden. Yeah. So we, at that time, that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been rough, but it was through Jesus we've yeah. made it through. But um, in at that time, he had started attending a a, Bapt, a Southern Baptist Church at that time, mm. and, and did you start going to that? Then yeah, so I started going with him and, and taking the kids there. Oh. And uh, for the first time, going to the church, I had heard the Bible being preached from beginning to end. You know, walking in. Isn't that and different? It, it was totally different. Don't I mean, we were going it? straight through Bible Bible passages. We weren't skipping yeah. any. Yeah. We were covering all the difficult ones and. I just, it was, felt awesome. Really different. Like, yes, yeah, totally different. So did you have like a born again experience Not or something? Not at that time. That really... it, was, it was like a, the logically everything started to make sense. Like the Bible started to make sense. And I started to learn more about why we have it, where it came from, yeah. how the, that the connecting thread is Jesus Christ all the way through it. The Old Testament points forward to yeah. the cross and Jesus and that the old New Testament points back to him and it's all about Jesus Christ. And um, so I was really starting to get into it. But when my husband passed away, I was like angry at God. Yeah, I can <laughs> did, did the that whole was, thing. Why and, did this have to yeah, happen? Yeah, and I, I didn't feel that I, uh, I was able or should be praying for strength because I hadn't ever relied on him in the past. Yeah. And it was it was very difficult and I went through that for about 2 years and then we finally made the decision to move to Utah. Yeah. And just for financial reasons right. and the economy was rough down there and I had my job had been the business I worked for had closed. Oh, so you were. Yeah, so we ended up moving here, and I wasn't attending anywhere, and my mother-in-law, bless her, <laughs> she came for Thanksgiving, and she's like, you need to be plugged into a church That's so true. that you're learning. Get and some I said, fellowship. And, right, yeah. fellowship, and you're learning. And she um, contacted First Baptist Provo, and she says, you're taking me to church. And I went, <laughs> and I walked into this church, and we heard the Bible from the very beginning and all the way to the end of the sermon was the Bible. And so I started attending. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. It's so different because our whole experience in the Mormon church is more about prophets and mm -hmm. Latter-day stuff and all these other gospely things, and or it just how isn't, to live the rules. <laughs> yeah, how to how to feel guilty about not right, keeping the rules right. and stuff, and yeah, that's so joyful, isn't it? It is. It is so joyful. So the Bible's just meant so much right. more to yes. you. Yes, and, and I remember sitting in one of the sermons and the pastor started teaching uh talking about baby christians and you know you need yeah, to not starting. stay a baby christian you yeah. need to you know feast on the word and grow and i was like that's what i've been i've been a baby christian all this time and immediately just my heart and my logic and everything just connected and i i went and talked to the pastor about how do i pray because i'm having a really hot, difficult time with this and he suggested writing a letter and I did. I just wrote down all my... A letter my, to God. A letter to God and just write, write everything that I wanted to say. And immediately it just was 
like you can ask you can ask anything you can have a relationship with me wow. and i i started praying that night and i just i just knew i i i, I said Jesus, I need to rely 100% on you because I can't do this on my own. I can't. Yeah, I've tried. I can't I'm, I'm do a it. sinful person and yeah. I can't. My flesh is weak and I can't do this and I need I need to rely on you. And he yeah. came into my heart and it's been wonderful. Oh, it's been life-changing. I don't know what the difference is, but it's significant. Isn't it it? Is I mean, significant. you can tell a difference. Mm -hmm. And and the guilt and all that all feeling the guilt of and inadequacy. Shame is gone. Yeah. It's gone. And that's what it means to be born again. Yes. Yeah. So did you have to deal with this true church concept at all during this time or just before no, being born it was, again? I mean, you, it was crazy because the, the minute he came into my heart and I was, I was reborn, it didn't matter and anymore. And all of a sudden, religion isn't it, It's not a religion it? anymore. It's about it's this a relationship. relationship. Uh -huh. It became a, a relationship, and religion didn't matter. And there wasn't one church I had to go to, yeah. and, and I was free to live in Christ. Wow. And I, I found out through Heart of the Matter website how to submit to get my name removed, and I did From it, and church. it was... It wasn't hard. It just wasn't a big <laughs> It deal. wasn't a big deal. And you've got children that are mm -hmm. in the, and that they enjoy going to church. Do oh, they yes. go with you? Yes, they do. And um, my middle son, he just eats up the word and he <laughs> astounds me. And He wants to go to church? Oh, yeah. Well, now that's something unique, too, <laughs> for young people. But, yeah. But when you're hearing truth and you're feeling like you're having a relationship with, with Jesus and your example probably to your children, too, um, it just feel, it just is right, it and is I right. think they want it, and they come. We've heard that many times yes. about kids wanting to go to church. So that's one of the other things that I think's kind of been bad about the LDS Church thinking about Christians is that they don't have a kind of a value system or oh. don't have much for children. And I think they have a better value system because they're living through Christ, and that that's all the values they need is yeah. Christ. And and they and we accept people as they are. Mm -hmm. There's it's, no judge. It's love. It's I all about love. I think that's the problem with pride. The Mormons have this judgmental attitude. Oh, yeah. There's a pride, and so you don't accept people for who they are. Mm -hmm. um, you have to know what their position is in the Mormon Church and mm -hmm. where they're at. Where you stand, and, and if you're a member, and if yeah. you've been baptized, and if if you hold this and this and. And if There's not, that. then you're judged. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you are a single mom at this point. Yes. Okay. And so you'd you'd have a harder time in a Mormon setting because of the family situation, but you feel welcomed and everything. Oh yeah. In the, I've I've in found church. my church family, and they they are oh. wonderful. Oh, that's neat. So, what would you tell the LDS people? What would you suggest to them? to study, to study the Bible, and don't take one man's word that it's corrupted. Yeah. Find out where it came from. The, you know, there's so much history and evidence and textual support for the Bible. I it's didn't unreal. Realize that either, I didn't either. We were yeah. never taught that. No. And I didn't even know where the Bible came from. Like, how did we get it? Like, <laughs> I thought it started with King James. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> That's, his name's on the book, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so I, I didn't know where it came from and or yeah. why we even had the Old Testament or why we needed it to know um, the law and yeah. that type of stuff. I, it, so finding that out has been very fun for me. Well, and so put you on the spot, but 
how's your relationship now with Jesus, of course? He's my everything. Yeah. And he, he lives inside me, and you can't separate him from me. And he, he, he leads my life. He's, he's the captain of my life now. And every problem we have, we turn to him. To him. And, and isn't it a joy to not have to be going through a church yes. or an organization that you have him with you always? Yes. And, um, you know, I don't know why the blinders are on. We've talked about this with mm -hmm. other people, about the intelligent people that are in the Mormon church. But intelligence doesn't create Equate, faith yeah. or truth either. No, it doesn't. You have to be create. You have to become a new creature in Christ. Yeah. And the scales will fall off. And and what does that take? What would you say? That, just trusting in Jesus Christ. Would that, that he paid all all of the. Yeah. Paid uh, for everything. Humility. Yes. Would you think that? Yeah. I mean, you have to be either not broken, but you have to be willing. Right. To accept. And I think him. sometimes it takes you being broken. Yeah. But sometimes just being humble and knowing just, you can't do it on your own. Because people try and try, and when they can't, then they fall short, yes. and we all fall short. We, you will every then time. Then you feel guilty. I mean, there are people in the LDS church that don't know where they're going when they die. No. And what would you, where are you going? I'm going to live with God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the big comment with LDS is, oh, well, I hope so. I hope right. I've done enough. Yeah. I hope I make it to the celestial kingdom. But the terrestrial may not be too bad. Right. But at least I got baptized, so <laughs> right. I should get into the celestial. Celestial, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's such a it's different It's a guessing thing. game, and I don't want to guess. I want to be, be sure, and I am now, and now you know. because of Christ. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we really appreciate Sherry, Sherry, for, yes. Sherry <laughs> for coming and sharing your testimony, your well, thoughts. Thank you and, for having me. Um, it's a joy, isn't it? It's just, it is. It's it, an it's absolute different. joy. Yeah, and I, and I don't know how more to say it to the LDS people out there than to, um, as you said, trust God, mm -hmm. open the Bible, mm -hmm. realize that you can trust it, and um, and turn your life over to Christ. Yes. And uh, he'll help. He'll be there for you. And, and you don't have to carry the guilt. Uh, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Um, he's made such promises. If you'll read, read the words of Jesus and Paul in the, in the New Testament, and don't rely on the gospel of Joseph Smith. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ that we should be following. And it isn't a religion. It's not an organization. It's actually a, a wonderful way of life and a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music